0: According to FBI statistics, someone is arrested every three seconds in the United States. Every episode, me and my team of researchers will bring you the details behind these stories. Hear from witnesses, police transcripts, victims, and even the accused. Be warned, though, this show may contain content that not all listeners can handle. I'm your host, Andrew, and this is a crime show. Season 4 Episode 2 Austin Myers Shreveport is located in the northwestern corner of Louisiana near the borders of Texas and Arkansas or Arkansas depending who you ask in the area. When you do a google search for Shreveport the first question people also ask is if Shreveport is safe. Statistics from 2017 list it as the 146th safest city in the United States. Unfortunately the time frame we will be looking at today is from 2004. December of 2004 to be specific, but first, let's meet the subject of our story. Austin Myers was born August 5th of 1987, which if you don't feel like doing the math would put him at 17 during this time. His parents are David Myers, who lists his occupation as working for the United States Postal Service, and Melissa Myers. Despite some extensive research by our team, there wasn't much information we could gather about her. His parents do seem to still be married and living happily in Louisiana. Austin was their only son. By all accounts, Austin was a perfectly happy child. His home life was good. He had many friends in the neighborhood that he enjoyed playing sports and video games with. There were no extenuating circumstances that would lead him to be featured on a show like this, except one. In speaking with some of Austin's high school classmates, we learned something began changing around freshman year of high school. His once happy and outgoing personality became more aggressive and closed off. Not unusual for someone at that age. Hormones and all of that stuff, right? Well, there may have been something else that happened around this time. ...that caused a dramatic change in his demeanor. October 26th of 2004 was a big day for a lot of people. According to the website TakeMeBack.2 for this date, you can see that the movie National Treasure was one of the most viewed releases at the time. As if you didn't already know that late 2004 was a weird time. It also lists music people were listening to at the time as Usher, and video games that might have been played as Bejeweled 2 and Ape Escape Academy. They did leave one game off of the list. The 26th was a Tuesday, which has commonly been a day for new video game releases. And this was a big one.
1: Welcome to San Andreas, I'm CJ from Grove Street. Land of the heinous gangbangers in cold heat. And Los Santos neighbors get no sleep. Beefing with anybody competing, even police deep in the green rag with gold feet blast with the flag on a strap. That's OG. Stay in shape, hit the gym, lift the weights. Get super, cut a big and buff, nice and straight. You got stats, respect, weapon, skill. Stamina, muscle, fat and sex appeal. You get clothes from goals and prolapse. Suburban zip, victim and desatch. Watch your back when in rival hoods. They'll test just to guess if your survival's is good. good. Ducking shells at the cluck and veil. Jump out, busting, gun until they tuck their tail. It seems like I'm on impossible missions miss, Switched miss, predicaments, hostile positions Tenpenny and Pulaski harassed me Cop cars been on our ass the last past week Cause the Dreyas for the gangsta's homeboy oh Hands is the language for the fangsta's homeboy oh
0: Grand Theft Auto San Andreas is the seventh game in the Grand Theft Auto series Published by Rockstar Games Much like the previous Grand Theft Auto games for PlayStation 2 San Andreas is a third-person open-world game with nearly unlimited interactions. The main story focuses on Carl C.J. Johnson who returns to his hometown to bring together his old gang and solve the mystery of his mother's murder. Unfortunately, we won't have time to get into that story today. We have a totally different crime to look into. San Andreas was met with a lot of praise after it was released. It currently holds a 95 on Metascore With scores of 100 from such reviewers as Electronic Gaming Monthly, Games Radar, Game Informer, and IGN. Many of the reviews refer to it as a masterpiece. There are really no games like it, the best game on the PlayStation 2, and a manifesto for every future video game. So why am I bringing up this old video game? because it may play an important role in why we are discussing Austin Myers. Reading from the Parental Advisory on IMDb under Violence and Gore, Players can choose to kill enemies and civilians in any number of ways, including knives, guns, baseball bats, grenades, and vehicular slaughter. Heads can be shot off. The player can kill just about anyone they feel like. Breaking traffic laws and assaulting people for their money is encouraged. Killing will result in spurts of blood and, quite rarely, an exploding head. Gore is very rare. The player can also kill police officers in the same ways, but doing so will cause their wanted rating to increase as a punishment. One of these things is going to be really important later, but first we need to meet a very important person to this story. Jamie Walters was in the same grade as Austin. She was an average student at best, and after-school activities were never really her thing, which may have been due to a difficult home life with divorced and constantly bickering parents. Much like most teenagers in high school, she would much rather spend her time out of the house. At a party or wandering aimlessly through local stores instead of doing homework. There's one more important fact about Jamie. She was Austin Meyer's on-and-off girlfriend throughout high school. Why on-and-off? There was a very poorly kept secret about Jamie. She had a bad temper. A temper that was made even worse when she had been drinking, usually resulting in violence. When our researchers spoke to some of her friends at the time, they had no shortage of stories of what would happen if he did something to make Jamie mad. One friend brought up an incident where Jamie had taken a half-filled bottle of vodka into the front yard of her grandparents' house, took a drink, and threw the bottle against a nearby lamp pole, breaking the bottle into a thousand shards and sending her scrambling back inside before the police could arrive. Another noted an argument they were having over the recent release of Green Day's Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Their argument ended with the two girls having to be pulled apart with each having a handful of the other's hair. Jamie's friends told us that these kind of outbursts were a big part of why her and Austin would break up. He just wanted to avoid the drama. Then before anyone knew it, they would be back together again. For all their differences, sometimes you are just attracted to who you are attracted to. Now that we have that out of the way, I had mentioned this old video game, right? Grand Theft Auto was Austin's favorite series. He played the previous games to the point that this would need to be replaced. These weren't games of fantasy where a plumber occasionally jumped on a turtle. These were real-life recreations of violence against humans, and Austin couldn't get enough. The signs weren't obvious like they were with Jamie. He wasn't acting out violently or in any other ways. However, it could have been boiling underneath the surface, slowly leading to the events in December of 2004. Up next we have an interview with a friend of Austin's from around this time. But first we need to take a quick commercial break. Turns out crime does pay. got you down? Tired of hearing these phony zoo-style shows or people just laugh at the hint of something being funny? Maybe you're stuck with some boomers retelling their favorite World Series moments from the 1950s. Real cool, Grandpa. Then you need D-Money and the Pterodactyl. Mornings from 6 to 9 on 96.7 KRAB the Crab d and the dactyl put their own spin on the week's news and pop culture with their prehistoric punchlines that are right on the money these guys definitely have the skills to pay the bills let's listen to a clip now you either do wrestling moves or cocaine there's two <laughs> options dude
2: there's two options for post shirt ripping <laughs> well i don't know any wrestling moves well so. There's, there's a third option if you have a consensual <laughs> partner, but
0: let's not... <laughs> not jump to any conclusions here. That's D-Money and the P-Pterodactyl. Mornings on 96.7 on your FM dial or download the podcast wherever it is that podcasts are found these days. Probably the internet or something. It's dino Mites, and you can take that to the bank. Hi, is this Mike? Yeah. Hey, this is Andrew from This Is A Crime Show.
2: Oh yeah, what's up?
0: Not much, I just had a few questions about Austin Myers, like I mentioned in our emails. This shouldn't take too long, if that's alright.
2: Yeah, it's no problem. It's been a few years though, so I'll try my best.
0: Gotcha. So, how do you know Austin?
2: Oh man, Uh, I moved to Shreveport in 7th grade, I think it would have been 1999? We are in the same class, both played basketball, so we knew each other from that kind of thing. Hung out a little bit, but it was still early in high school before I moved away.
0: Were you there for your senior year? Mm, only half of
2: it. My dad moved around a lot for work and stuff, and it really sucked because I missed the last half of the basketball season that year. Didn't know anyone at the new school to go to prom with me or anything like that.
0: So you were gone after the winter break of 2004?
2: Uh, Yeah, I guess so.
0: Uh, you mentioned you would hang out. Did you ever play video games together?
2: I'd try to when we were playing or something, but it wasn't ever very good. If he was playing something, I'd be on my phone texting or whatever, usually.
0: And what do you know about Grand Theft Auto?
2: Oh, yeah. He used to play that a lot. My last year there, he kept talking about some new one that was coming out. There was a couple weeks when it came out that it, that was all he played. I remember because he missed practice a couple times, which wasn't really like him. When I asked about it, he said he was playing that game. Do you know what it's about? Mm, only from the couple times I watched him play it. Mostly just like stealing cars and shooting people. It was funny at the time you were doing all those crazy things you're not supposed to.
0: So when you watched him play, he was joking around and having fun? Or was he taking it really serious?
2: He uh, was just joking around, I think. He'd run over people and he'd start beating up random strangers and laugh about it. I guess it's not that funny when you're an adult, but it's the kind of thing that dumb kids would laugh about in a video game.
0: It's pretty controversial to say, but do you think video games had anything to do with his personality?
2: Oh, I don't know. We were teenagers. It's not like we were out doing drugs and running from the police like some kids were. Right now, I'm playing the new Animal Crossing. I never, I never planted a bunch of flowers.
0: Yeah, playing the new Animal Crossing there?
2: Yeah, it's awesome. It's flowers
0: and fish and insects, and it's pretty awesome. Have you played any of the ones before this new one?
2: Uh, I think I played one of the GameCube for a little bit, but no, not seriously.
0: So from watching the little bit I did, the big difference seems to be the latter. Is the latter new to this game?
2: I don't know. I didn't ever play the other one long enough to get to that point. I like removed some weeds and chopped down some trees and I was like, well, I'm done. this is boring.
0: <laughs> yeah, the first game I actually started playing like a couple days ago. Yeah. My daughter's been playing it too, and she thinks it's fun. And it's basically just pulling weeds and chopping down some trees.
2: Yeah, that's about it. Got a fruit farm going at the moment, cross and flowers.
0: Oh, they didn't have any of that. Oh, yeah. What kind of flowers you got going on these days? Oh, man. I got
2: pansies, tulips, hyacinths, windflowers, mums. I'm trying to collect them all because you only get like one or two different kinds of flowers on your island. So you have to go to other islands to get different kinds of flower seeds. And then you only get some colors, so you have to plant them together and then water them. And then they have a random chance of breeding a new flower. And sometimes they'll be rare colors, depending on what its parents were.
0: The different islands you go to, are they different players' islands, or are they just randomly generated?
2: Uh, You can do both. They have these things called Nocomile Tickets, where you go to just a randomly generated island that you'll never go to again. So you can go there and get resources or you can have people like generate dodo codes for you, and it lets you travel to their island while they're there, and you can play together for a little bit. So I've been to like some strangers' island to try to collect all the different kinds of fruit.
0: And you can just bring back whatever you take from their islands. Mm hmm. Yep. Does that like make them mad that you're stealing their stuff?
2: No. Because, well, usually when you do it, you bring like a trade. So, like, when I was trying to collect, there's like six different kinds of fruit, five different kinds of fruit, something like that. So, like, when I would try to collect them all, I'd bring a lot of my fruit, which was apples. And then I'd be like, hey, do you have cherries? And I'd drop cherries, and I'd give them apples, and that was usually good enough.
0: Uh, so you can't just, like, go there, steal all their supplies, and leave? No. Huh?
2: You can steal some of their stuff, but they have to make you a best friend for you to be able to use the shovel or the axe. So you can you can get their fish, and you can harvest their fruit if they have any on the trees. But you can't, like, dig stuff up or, like, chop things down.
0: I see. I guess that would be kind of mean for an Animal <laughs> Crossing game if you could just go onto yeah. people's islands and, like, yeah. well, now I dug all around your house.
2: Yeah, Well, you can, and, like, you can buy things in their shop or sell things in their shop. But if they make you a best friend, you can do everything you can do on your island. That sounds pretty fun. Yeah. Because, like, your, your native fruit only sells for 100 bells, but foreign fruit from other islands sells for 500 bells. So you go there, you get other fruit, you bring it back, plant it, turn it into seedlings, transplant them when they're full-grown trees, and you got a full-on orchard, and you make it
0: bank. So are you, like, stuck in one category of things? You're, like, a fruit hoarder or a flower guy? You can't do everything? Well, you can. I just
2: don't have any interest in the other stuff as much. Because, like, now like, I'm to the point where, like, when I was first playing, I was mining every day and, like, trying to get all the iron and the stone and the gold and stuff. I was like,
0: uh
2: eh. like I was fishing all the time, trying to like make money and get all the different fish, and I'm kinda like, uh eh. the crossbreeding flowers and like planting fruit and harvesting, it's much more than my speed. Because like on the weekends I have a lot of time, but on weekdays I don't usually have as much time. So
0: and these Nook miles I've heard a lot about. What are those? Yeah. Is that like a pedometer thing?
2: Uh no. It's like so Nook basically leads you to this island on false pretenses. And he- he gets you there and he's like oh i'm so glad you're here like pick out all this stuff you want here's your tent go set it up and he's like oh and just pay me back when you can and you're like what and he's like you know with bells and he's like <laughs> what are you like what are bells and he's like ha 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 you're so funny but really you only like ninety eight thousand bells so get on it and so he like he, he owns everything on this island he gives you like this phone And he can call you and, like, send recipes to you. And one of the things that lets you do is, like, a rewards program. So, like, you'll get all these challenges, like, catch 10 fish. And you'll get nook miles for it. Or, like, catch 10 bugs, you'll get nook miles. And then the next tier up is, like, 100 bugs and 1,000 bugs. And you get nook miles for each one of those things. And then you can buy things with those nook miles. Like, rare recipes or those mile tickets to go to other islands. Stuff Mm. like that.
0: That's interesting. I thought it was, like, the more you walk around the -hmm. more miles you got and then you can trade those in for prizes or something
2: no i mean the last part yeah but now you get them just from doing challenges like there's a a fixed list of challenges they get harder and harder and then there's like a daily list of challenges that you get so like nook miles plus is like the daily challenges so like when you log on you'll be like chop down a tree and you'll do it and you'll get a few miles for it or like sell five seashells and you'll get a few miles for it. Whereas like the fixed challenges give like 500 or a thousand or
0: more. So last thing about Animal Crossing yeah, how would you rate it one out of ten? Uh, I'd say it's like
2: a seven or an eight. It's pretty good. It's real chill. Like it's not I like that I can pause it at really any time and like walk away for an hour or five minutes or like it doesn't really matter. Nothing's ever happening. Like there's no urgency <laughs> at all. That's kind of nice. Like, even when you get stung by wasps or bitten by a spider, like, there's really, there's no consequence to it, which is kind of nice. I don't know. It's just, it's just chill. That's what I like about it. It's a little too, I don't know. It's a little too grindy in some ways. That's my only complaint is, like, I get on and I'm like, what do I want to do today? It's like, well, I owe, you know, Nook 198,000 bells or some crap, or I guess it's 398,000 bells now. Um, Sounds so it's like, eh, I gotta, I gotta make money, but also like, I don't really want to make money. I don't know. It can be a little grindy,
0: but it's fun. Sounds like a good time. Getting back on topic. What can yeah. you tell us about the party on December 19th? Mm, what party? The one that Austin and Jamie were at before the crime occurred.
2: Oh, I don't know if it was the 19th. I'd moved out by then. I don't really know what happened after that.
0: Oh, all right then. Well, thanks for your time. Yeah, no problem, man. This week's crime is brought to you by 420 Bait and Cast. Located at 420 North Bison in wonderful Shawmut, Arizona. 420 Bait and Cast is your one-stop shop for all things fishing-related. They've got fly rods, casting rods, ice fishing rods, reeling rods, sea fishing rods, telescopic rods, surf rods. They have more rods than a human eye. And that's just the cast. Don't forget to bait. New in stock. Pick up the Strike King Rage Tail Chunk Trailer 2.5-Inch Soft Bait 7-Pack for only $8.99. Or the Z-Man Chatterbait Jackhammer Bladed Jig. Normally $22.99 On special this month Only $18.99 For a special This is a Crime Show discount Just ask for Andre That's me without the W at the end Get 10% off your first purchase And shipments over $25 include a free A bad day fishing is better than a good day at work bumper sticker So make your way to 420 Bait and Cast At 420 in Bison In Shawmut, Arizona today, cast out, and cast off. But there was a party that night. Austin and Jamie went over to a friend's house for a winter break event. As was often the case at these kind of events, there was plenty of alcohol. Of course Jamie had to partake. Friends said this is what led to one of the biggest fights they had ever seen. Austin began accusing her of being an alcoholic and that it was the cause of all of their issues. Jamie, also on the attack, accused Austin of preferring to spend his days playing video games instead of with her. This set Austin off. He took the drink that was in Jamie's hand and threw it into the nearest trash can before stomping off outside to his red pickup truck. Jamie came running after him. Austin barely had time to start the truck and put it in reverse before Jamie was next to him. This was the last time Austin and Jamie would be seen together. The night of the party, Officer Lucas Holmes was doing his normal patrol along Cooper Road in northern Shreveport. He had been an officer for nearly 20 years and had seen it all. He was even a key member of the team that broke the Powers' family disappearance. Cooper Road was a favorite spot of his for a lot of reasons. There wasn't much along this route, except for one important thing, McCain Creek. The creek was a popular dumping ground for people coming off the highway to throw their trash or whatever else they no longer wanted in their vehicle. When they did, Officer Holmes would be there. On this night, it's a good thing he was. At about 12.15 a.m. on December 19th of 2004, a red truck came tearing down the off-ramp onto Cooper Road. Officer Holmes' radar gun showed the truck as traveling at 55 miles per hour, well over the speed limit of 35. He glanced up from the radar gun just in time to see something being thrown from the window of the vehicle. Officer Holmes turned on his lights and pulled in behind the truck which quickly came to a halt along the side of the road. Officer Holmes got out of the car, walked up to the window, and saw Austin Myers by himself inside. Officer Holmes asked Austin where he was going in such a hurry. He explained that he and his girlfriend had been fighting, and that he was on his way home from dropping her off. When asked about the object that was thrown from the truck, Austin said it was his gum that had lost its flavor. Officer Holmes saw a half-used pack of gum inside the vehicle, so the story made sense. After a quick check of his license and registration, Officer Holmes wrote out a ticket for speeding and gave it to Austin, explaining how to go about paying the fine and to keep his gum off the street. Austin would go on to pay the fine within the next week. He and Jamie decided to break up after that. There would be no getting back together this time. Another crime that didn't go unpunished. Before we get out of here, let's listen to a quick voicemail we received this week. Hey, this is Nate from... Just a quick reminder that we don't need all of your information in the voicemail. I had to cut out a bit of this beginning where he gives his exact address and goes into a lot of personal details. And that's how my second marriage ended. Anyway, I love the show. I listen to them all day and repeat at the Cannon Factory. That's my seventh job. Now my first job... Once again, we appreciate all the voicemails we get and the enthusiasm people have, but we really don't need to know your life story.
2: But those charges never stuck. Guess I got away from the point there a little bit. Well, I just wanted to say, in Season 3, Episode 10, you made a slight mistake. It sounded like you said the phrase context cues, and I'm not sure if you actually meant context clues far as I know there's no such thing as context cues is that a southern thing maybe I don't really know so I guess I've been yapping you long enough get back to me on this cues or clues thing maybe there was an L there I just didn't hear so
0: yeah you keep making them and I'll keep listening okay goodbye now thanks for the voicemail there Nate pretty sure I said clues but you know all this talking sometimes you miss a letter or two Anyway, if you want to send in a voicemail as well, I'm sure you already know the number, I say it all the time, so just send it on in, we'll play it. Any questions you have, comments, concerns, maybe you heard about an interesting crime that you want me to look into. But other than that, I think that will do it for this week. And remember, don't do the crime if you don't want people on the internet to talk about it. As a crime show is a shooty boys production produced by Ben and Michelle Schmidt, executive producer Matt Reddick, research by Andre Joseph, Joe Christensen, mixed by Ed Wynn. Unfortunately, with everything going on, we have had to cancel some of our live dates. If you had signed up to meet us at Crime Con, that is canceled, Crime Fest. Has also been canceled. of Melanza currently on hold, but most likely canceled. And Crime Stock. All tickets will be refunded at the point of purchase, of course.